Oh man, it feels like it's been a very long time since we've been here. But we are back in the studio. This is the Fig K Fantasy Football Show. And I am excited to talk to you guys about some fantasy football. Welcome in. We're in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Brought to you in part by Full Tilt Brewery. And uh, former co-worker, current friend, Greg Angel, sitting across from me on the computer screen. What's going on, man? How are you? Very excited to do this. I thought we'd do it when I came back from vacation and you just went on vacation. We're just having too much fun this summer. It's good to be on vacation this year as opposed to last year. Exactly. Yeah, you got to get it in while we can in our business. We uh, can't take any vacations toward the end of the year, so we're doing it now. But uh, I think we're all done with those. And we're, you know, preseason is here, Greg. We have actual football on the TV, which is nice. And today we're talking about the quarterback position. And um, what you should do draft-wise, our favorites, our least favorites, uh, some busts. And you're going to talk about some stats from last year because you kind of want to look back on that and see where we where we messed up and where we were right. So um, with that said, um, you want to start talking with – I guess we could get it out of the way now, just the draft strategy at quarterbacks. So we're going to do quarterbacks today, tight ends on our next episode. It will drop in a couple of days, and then we'll get in deeper into running backs and receivers next week. Uh, you talked about a little bit before we started. Your your strategy for drafting quarterbacks, Greg, go ahead. Um, I'm definitely – this is something that a lot of fantasy people have caught up to. Inevitably, your top scorer on your team will be a quarterback. So everybody thinks, i got to get the best one. But often the disparity between number one and number ten is very – minimal so for me i try to go first six rounds quarterback wide receiver exclusive top tight end could be thrown in there too if you're if you're one who wants to draft there you mean running back I, running back receiver running back receiver i'm sorry what did i say i said quarterback yeah, that would yeah. be a lot of that would be quarterbacks on your team <laughs> yeah. if you run that three wide yeah so running back receiver running back receiver running back receiver because while those you know like receiver everybody thinks so there's so many options but there are only so many number one wide receivers on teams and you want to grab as many of those guys as you can because you can only play one quarterback and you can only play one tight end for instance but you can play three four up to how many ever flexes you have on your on your uh, in your league of wide receivers and running and uh running backs and you want to make sure you have depth at each of those and go early and often. So I'm a later in the round quarterback guy later in the draft. Yeah. I'll I'll take it a little bit further. If you're drafting a quarterback in the first round, you do not understand how fantasy football works. It's, it's just, it's just doesn't make any sense. You can still have a good team. I mean, I've seen people draft quarterbacks in the first round, Greg, we've seen it and, and, you know, and still have a good draft and you know, you could still, and we're not saying if you take a quarterback in the first round, you're gonna, your team's going to be terrible. That's not the case. But you're you're missing out on the draft capital that you can have. When you look at the top, we're going to both give our top 12 quarterbacks. And of those top 12, how many would you mo- not mind having on your team? I would say at least 10 of those guys I wouldn't mind having as my starting fantasy quarterback, right? There are going to be some surprising names. I've got the guys from last year. There are going to be some surprising names, unsexy names. There's – very little quarterbacks, I wouldn't be like, okay, I can deal with it. Yeah. Especially if you know if the rest of your team is going to be built up because if you're waiting on a guy like that, you're inevitably filling other positions with higher caliber talent. So, um, and, I, and, I, 
and I mentioned this, we talked about again, draft strategy. Like if you're picking a guy and you're, let's say you're the last person in your league to take one, take another one the next round. Cause you probably have enough running backs and wide receivers. Yeah. You, if you're picking the 12th best quarterback in the league, then you want the 13th too. It's kind of like a snake draft. You know, you get the 12th and the 13th pick. You should take the 12th and the 13th because one week you're going to play one guy. One week you're going to play the next guy. Um, you don't want to take one and then just sit back and wait till the 16th round again because then you're playing the guy who might not even start. <laughs> so. All right. Let, let's do our top 12 list. I'm going to give mine first. You can give yours and uh, we'll kind of compare and contrast here. So. Um, I don't think there's any question that Patrick Mahomes is the number one fantasy football quarterback, even though he finished in our league as number three behind Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. I just feel like he has the weapons. You know, he's healthy. He's probably the one guy left that still has 50 touchdown potential. Uh, you know, I, I could see a couple other guys doing it, but it's 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 older guys like Rodgers or Brady that might do it, and they don't have the the rushing ability. Um, he's still getting you 300 yards last season on the ground, so he's at least giving you something there. He's number one uh, overall for me as far as quarterback. I have Lamar Jackson number two, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Obviously, we're well, here. let's hold up one second because I think I still think Josh Allen because they're a pass centric team. I think the only thing that could hurt Patrick Mahomes this year is that they get back to pounding the ball in. They couldn't do it as a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner yourself and every other Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner couldn't comprehend how they couldn't rush it in from the one. I think they do that a lot more this year. And I think Josh Allen will be the one running it in. So I think you risk yourself with Mahomes. He'll have a ton of yards throwing, but I think the one-yard pass to Travis Kelsey might turn into a few more runs this year. So I still have Josh Allen, actually. You have Josh Allen number one. Number one. As your Because he – wow. I just feel like too much yeah. went right for him last year. I just feel like, you know, he had every, well, everything going for him. I mean, he obviously had a gr- an amazing season. I just don't know if he can replicate that again. I think they're another team that needs to start running the ball better and getting better production. They haven't added anybody, so maybe it doesn't happen. But you know, and here's here's the other reason I looked up. I don't look up schedules for everybody. Because teams that you think aren't going to be good are good every year and teams that aren't. But he's playing two of the worst, the two worst divisions in the NFL. He's playing the NFC East and he's playing the AFC South. Two, two divisions with three to two to three teams that just aren't, aren't really viable. So I think that's to his advantage. And I think at points, the Buffalo Bills will still, you know, Zach Moss is hamstring injury. Devin Singletary has never proven to be great. I think they tend to be a team that throws more this year, and I think the Chiefs are going to be winning a lot of games, as will as will the Bills. But um, I think Josh Allen has a little more upside. Okay, interesting. Uh, so I got Lamar number two. I've uh, gone back and forth here. I, I'm, I'm putting Josh Allen number three, but I would not be surprised if Kyle Kyler Murray jumps over him. But they're they're pretty close for me. But like you said, I think the passing. I think you're going to get. A better chance at more touchdowns in the air from Josh Allen, obviously. Uh, I got mm-hmm. Russell, Russell Wilson, number five. Dak Prescott, number six, coming off of injury. Uh, might be a little bit high here, but Tom Brady at number seven with three legit receiving weapons. Starts the season uh, for me against the 
the Cowboys and the Falcons. So I think right there, um, I, I think you could probably pencil him in for two top five finishes in fantasy football those two weeks against two pretty awful teams defensively. At least they were last season. Um, I'm going Justin Herbert at number eight, Aaron Rodgers down to number nine, Tannehill 10, Jalen Hurts 11, and Stafford. I really didn't want to put him here. Uh, a guy I would not want on my team. I just don't feel too confident about him, but he's my number 12. So uh, that's my 12. You, you said that yours, your, the top of your list is a little bit different. Go down your 1 through 12 with Josh I think, Allen. I think what's fun about this is, and and I'll make a point before I do this, is that the difference last year on on the site I used, which was fantasypros.com to recap points, so it's, you know, it could be different scoring systems between our league, the difference between number two and number seven is about 40 points. So to me, that's a draft position conversation back to our, that's a difference of picking a guy in the third or fourth round versus the eighth round. Mm-hmm. So not a big jump in quarterbacks. So I had Josh Allen one, Mahomes um, two, I'm not crazy. I think the San Diego Chargers pass the ball more than they run. Austin Eckler's fine running back. He's great pass catcher but they're not going to be a ground and pound team they have some new offensive linemen i think they throw a ton and i don't think they're 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 going to be playing to the to the end in every game they're not going to be winning a lot but they should be better than they were last year kyler murray because of his running ability four lamar i have five um the difference with lamar uh even in his great year um he has a all these running quarterbacks have a uh, a low floor which is awesome you know guaranteed 15 to 18 points no matter what even if they don't score a lot of touchdowns the ravens try to take the air out of the ball towards the end of the game i don't they're not pressing for a ton of touchdowns um i have rogers next brady i like stafford but way better than you um i just think uh the rams will commit to him Dak next. I have Russell Wilson tenth, which is probably lower than wow. most people. Yeah, he's a he's a much better quarterback than he is a fantasy to me. And I think last year they did not commit to the running game, and they still don't have their left tackle resigned, and he's not happy about that, so he's not in camp. But I think uh, Pete Carroll loves to run. Their offense was the worst at the end of the year. You saw their two star wide receivers, but they were bad. They were terrible. Uh, I had to do this. Trevor Lawrence at 11. I think he's wow. going to do something like Joe Burrow last year where he throws a ton. He's going to throw a lot, and, for sure. Yeah. And, he's, and they, they are not starting Gardner Minshew, no matter how spectacular he dresses and oh has God. facial hair. <laughs> and, then, and then Ryan Tannehill, 12. I, I can't – there. I can't understand, and, and 12 is kind of where Tannehill is going. There's not a guy that I would rather have at that back end there than Tannehill because he puts up points that just sneakily. He's, he gets he gets a, a good amount of run. I think he had four or 500 yards rushing. He's getting Julio Jones, which is going to be, you know, wh- whatever you want to say. For how many him. games is the question. Yeah, true, <laughs> but, you know, that's better than whatever they've had there, and you partner that with A.J. Brown. I mean, I, th- I just think he's going to be a guy that you can get – you know, later on, a guy that didn't make my list that I, I kind of thought about putting on here was Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he led the NFL in pass attempts per game last year. I can't think of right. anybody who has three receivers. He's got three receivers that are top 30, you know, fantasy receivers, if you think about it. I mean, maybe Tom Brady has yeah, something Yeah, each similar. of them, 
each of them, Tom Brady has elite guys. Yeah. Ben has a bunch of number twos. I mean, Godwin in the right system could be a number one. Yeah. Mike Evans definitely is. The Bucks are that everybody on their team gets lowered because they have way too many people uh, to make it uh, palatable for fantasy people. But uh, the only watch out with the whole Tennessee Titans team is a new offensive coordinator, right? Um, Arthur Smith was hired for a reason. I just, that's the only watch out with them. But otherwise I agree with you. Tannehill still runs a little bit. Um, and they're, you know, they're going to be, they, they can play action like nobody. Like you have to load up for Derrick Henry or you're just in for it all day. So he's going to have a lot of wide open receivers. Yeah. Um, give me somebody outside of your top 12 that you could see sneaking in, sneaking in there uh, that we didn't talk about. Maybe, I mean, I don't want to call him a sleeper, um, but. I would, I would say the number one guy, in my opinion, is Trey Lance. Um, if he gets that job, Justin Herbert style within a couple weeks because Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt a little bit, or they just go with it. Um, I think they'll go Garoppolo more conservatively, but you see it like the Bears are like, yep, we're starting starting Andy Dalton. And as soon as Justin Fields plays one preseason game, everybody in the world wants to start Justin Fields. Yeah. So Trey Lance would be a guy. And then uh I think Derek Carr, I think, you know, he's just the, the most boring quarterback. Um, nobody finds him exciting, but he was number 13 overall last year. And I think their weapons improve this year. I think Ruggs gets a year of offseason. I think they just have a chance there, too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk at the very end here of the show here, just kind of look at week one and see, you know, if you if you draft a quarterback, you know, the very end of the of the of the draft you know there could be a guy here that could step up in one of these games in week one and some people will stream quarterbacks and just you know each week play somebody different and if you have a guy that's uh you know suspended or on injury um we didn't even talk about deshaun watson who we do not know the situation with him uh off the field legally um but he finished he finished in our fantasy league number five overall in points at 434 points had 40, 4,800 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, 444 yards on the ground. Um, he is he is not getting, getting mentioned at all, and, and rightfully so. But, man, when when do you pull the trigger on him? And do you have a game plan where maybe, like you said, if you pass on quarterbacks, you take him and you take a Tom Brady? And, I mean, what a one-two punch that would be. And you can get those guys, you know, 8th, ninth, ninth, 10th or something. Is, is, is that a, a nice – duo for you uh i wouldn't take him until the 16th round personally i think he's not playing at all this year i think they're going to pay him 30 whatever million dollars to sit on the bench because i don't think any team pr wise or it's not it's not like a a corner where you can be like all right go cover that guy yeah it's a quarterback and he's not playing for the texans 100 percent at this point so i don't see him getting traded until the offseason or midseason when somebody says, "Oh well, that's terrible," but his court date's not till January, yeah. so I don't see anybody trading for him at all. Because if what if new stuff comes to light and now they have to deal with that PR nightmare, um, I don't see him playing at all this year. So he's undraftable to me. The only time I would take advantage of it is if somebody in your in your dynasty league has him and you got a viable backup quarterback that you're willing to get rid of. Um, 
then you trade you trade for Deshaun and let him sit there and hope he plays next year and is a top five quarterback again. Yeah, it's a tough situation, but I you know, there's so many other options. It's hard to invest in him at this point unless we know He's, for sure what's what's going to happen here. Too risky, and I don't you know maybe I'm cutting to it, but you know one guy that everybody's high on that I'm a little nervous because of coaching staff and the fact that they are talking about trading for Deshaun Watson is Jalen Hurts. He has everything you want from a sense of he runs to cover up. He, he would have a low floor. Um, but that team, the O-line has been in transition. Their left tackle's hurt again. He was hurt all last year. The rest of their O-line's older and a little beat up. Their weapons are young, but they just seem like a franchise that doesn't really believe in him. And then new coaching staff, I would be I would be hard pressed to pick him in my top ten. I think he's a, a risk reward guy. And I think the risk is too great. Let's talk about some of the rookie quarterbacks because um you brought it up. You have uh Trevor Lawrence. She's in your uh top twelve there. She's a good <laughs> quarterback. Um tra- tra- Is that a Gamecock shirt, by the way? It is a Gamecock shirt. Yeah, it's my my yeah. lawn mowing shirt here. Um, gotcha. Trey Lance is a guy that a lot of people have talked about. He's played one snap in the uh, in the preseason here with the first team, but he, he, the skills are undeniable. But it's hard for me to think. I mean, Jimmy G is. It's going to have to be an injury for him because he's played well. I mean, the last full season he played, they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, yep. It's going to be. I think for him, it's going to be an injury that's going to. I mean, hopefully, it doesn't happen. We don't want to see anybody get hurt, but. That's the right. way I think Trey Lance is going to get on the field. I think you have to draft him in a in a dynasty league. You've talked about it, um, especially mm-hmm. with that offense with with Shanahan. You know, would use him so well. Um, yep. Besides those two guys, is there any other rookie quarterback that we think is going to be viable? I guess Justin Fields down the road. I don't think he starts Week One, but I mean he's a game changer if you know if they decide to put him in midseason or something. Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback. They just lost their offensive tackle that they drafted high, I believe in the second round, Tevin Jenkins. They just lost him to injury, back injury. He's out for a while. Their offensive line is going to be a disaster, but he'll be a great quarterback eventually. He's one of those guys where if you – I just I swear about the Bears. I mean, has have you ever seen a good Bears quarterback? I haven't um, in my whole life. They've never had one, so I think he'll be really good. Zach Wilson scares the heck out of me. I haven't seen him play personally very often. Everybody thinks he has the skills, but that Jets organization is still like building. So I don't know if he'll have a lot of early success. Um, he'll probably throw a couple of interceptions a game. So, you know, I, I, any of these guys, any of these guys could be a good second quarterback. And the thing about these guys is, they're super high upside. Um, they could explode like Herbert did. If you drafted, drafted Justin Herbert on a win last year, you were rewarded heavily, heavily. So there's kind of guys at the bottom, like Matt Ryan to me isn't worth a pick anymore. Like, you know what Matt Ryan's going to be, yeah. right? Like there's no upside with him. Take a guy who might grow beyond what Matt Ryan will be. So, yeah, Matt Ryan will have some good weeks, and he'll and he's got some great weapons there. He's got Kyle Pitts now to throw the ball to, but yeah, you're right. I just don't. I, he's not going to do better. Than, you know, we've seen his best, so I mean, he's going to be available out there for to pick up, just like a handful of other guys will be too. I mean, yep. you know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world and whatnot. Um, I'm, yeah, you'll get him on the right week at the right opponent, and you'll be fine. 
where, so. where where would you think to draft uh you have Josh Allen number 1 where what's the earliest you would draft him if you're in the draft is it, is it that 2 3 turn is it the 3 4 turn is it later i mean if you if you're sitting on the board and he's available what round are you taking him um see and i it's funny i always cross off the top guys and know i'm not taking them because i know somebody else will yeah um the earliest i would take him is the 5th round okay so you're never going to have him then Never, Probably, yeah. never. I'm never. I'm never going to have Patrick Mahomes on my team. I just crossed him off at the beginning. We did a draft last year where now it was a dynasty, so it's different. But two guys took quarterbacks in the first round, mm-hmm. and it always feels real secure. You're like, I know Patrick Mahomes is going to be good. I'm great, and then you go back and you're like, Oh wait a minute, I'm picking the Eagles' third string running back in the seventh round because yeah. I'm desperate. Yeah, yeah. So, a- I'm never going to have him. But so if there's all the people in your league are real late quarterback guys, fifth round, sure. But I won't have them. Go over How that. about you? Um, I would say that three, four turns, but it's still never. You know, for me, it's Mahomes. I would say that three, four. You know, end of the third, beginning of the fourth, but that's still never. You know, in, in most drafts that you do with people, people draft the quarterback. I mean, that's the name most people know. I mean, you, you're always. You know, you do a work fantasy football league. You do one with friends. You do one yep. with people in your neighborhood. You know, people know the quarterback name, so they're gonna they're gonna gravitate, especially after the first or second round. They're just you know they're gonna grab whatever names that they know. I mean, Tom Brady will go five rounds before he should because people know him and and whatnot. So you have to take advantage of that. So um, I'll probably never get the top quarterback either off my board, but that's okay. I mean, that's you know I would be fine with the the ninth, tenth, eighth, ninth, tenth guy off my list. You know, and, and just yep. just stock up on other positions. And really, that's what you have to do because you're starting. Unless you're in a two quarterback or a super flex league, you're starting two or three receivers, two or three running backs, but only one quarterback. So it doesn't really make. Yeah. You know, I've I've had years where I don't even. You know, in a ten team league, I, I'm tempted to not even have a backup quarterback. You know. Oh yeah, totally. You can pick up somebody because you're going to start your quarterback if you have a guy you trust. If he ends up being good, you can just stick him in every week, and you'll get similar points. Yep. Uh, We talked about some of my sleepers. I brought up Big Ben just because I feel like, you know, even with with adding, I know you you had a big time running back out of in in Najee Harris. He's unproven. I mean, he's never played in the NFL before. I mean, he's probably going to be really good. Probably going to be really, really good. But uh, we don't know that yet until he gets on the field. He has three top 30 receivers who might not be number ones, but they're all pretty good. Um, would it be crazy if he's a top 12 guy after at the end of the season, just based on, you know, points per game, he's not going to probably give you any of those big 40 point games anymore, but yeah. as, as a bye week or a, you know, a late round guy or second quarterback, you know, I think, I think you could do a lot worse. So, uh, we talked about yeah. Trey Lance as a guy that you had on your list as well. I just think it depends on a Garoppolo injury for him to get on the field. Um, and the last guy is Tua down in, uh, Miami. I know you're a little bit higher on him. You're higher on him than me, right? I don't know that I'm necessarily high on him. Actually, you know, when he came out in the draft, I was a little skeptical because he's smaller. Um, And when you looked at his numbers at Alabama against great opponents, he was just okay. Um, But he's going to be one of those guys similar to Drew Brees where his accuracy, like watching, I tweeted at you the other day, watching the five minutes of of, – uh, preseason football that I did that he he threw some balls where it was just so accurate. He's going to be one of those guys where he's not going to go deep a ton, I wouldn't think, although they did pick up Jalen Waddle, 
think that's more of a throw him a seven yard slant and watch him run. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, he's one of those guys, again, like I'm not drafting him. I mean, unless it's a real deep league, like a 14 team league, I'm down at the end and I have a guy I feel solid about, but I'm not picking him, but, uh, cause he doesn't run either. So there's no, he's not that athletic. So we'll see. He could be one of those guys at the end of the year. We're like, Oh, I won my league. Cause I picked Tua in yeah. the 16th round. But he also, but it, it, if you're drafting that late, who cares? It's, it's not, if you feel like it's worth it, it's not like you're drafting him in the eighth round or something like that. Uh, Vikings and Bengals week one. I mean, you could see a top 12 finish from Kirk Cousins, and he's going to be a big, you know, week one pickup. It's, you know, it's, there's a lot of names. We didn't even talk about Baker Mayfield. We, we, you know, we, we talked before today that we don't want to talk about every single quarterback, but there's a lot of quarterbacks, Greg. It's a lot of guys on here that could do something. I mean, Baker had some good games last year. Kirk Cousins had some really good games. Even Ryan Fitzpatrick for, for Washington, they're going to be trailing a lot of games. Could you see him being a top 15 guy, top 12 guy a couple weeks? Uh, it's possible. So there's a lot of options, and really, you can play the matchups. You don't have to draft one of these guys early. Do you have any busts that you want to get into before we talk about last year's uh, kind of? I talked. I talked about my bust, but one thing I do want to bring up is as it relates to draft. Last year's top three finishers, the average preseason ranking by all these fantasy people that are experts at this. Josh Allen was projected as the ninth best. He was first. Kyler Murray was the fifth best, second, and Aaron Rodgers was the eleventh best. Mm. So if you picked Patrick Mahomes in your second round, which is probably where he went in a lot of drafts, you got the fourth best quarterback and gave up the eighth best running back, let's just say, or third best wide receiver. So I mean Kirk Cousins was number eleven. Number 11, Lamar Jackson was number 10, and he was average pick of two yeah, yeah. <laughs> in of quarterbacks. So this just gets back, I mean, reinforces what we've been saying. that, And the difference in points, again, is very small. So my busts were Hertz and Ryan. So Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Rodgers just because it seems like it's already built into the rankings from people that a guy that finished number two last year was the MVP is now, you know, a 7 seventh or eighth ranked quarterback he's gonna have a harder schedule he plays us in the the afc north and the nfc west he's lost some at least one piece on his offensive line and they didn't really do much to add anybody in the offseason as much as he complained and you know said he wasn't going to play they didn't do anything to add somebody in there they drafted a receiver i think marquise rogers or something is his name amari rogers from the great clemson university okay so yeah you, you did draft somebody but um, I, I just think it's going to be a harder schedule, and you're going to have a better running game this year. I really like I really like Aaron Jones, but I almost really like AJ Dillon a little bit more for where you can draft him. You know, seven right. seven rounds later, um, I I just feel like he's a guy, and Herbert are, are both guys that I think we just saw a good year from, and I think maybe we see. I don't think it gets better. I think it gets a little bit. You know, the teams figure out Herbert a little bit more. Rogers has a bit of a harder road. He has a little bit more of distractions going on with all the stuff from the off season. So, not that he's a bust, but I don't think he is worthy. On draft yeah. position, you don't think. Yeah. Well, what's interesting in the mock drafts I've been doing, he's about the ninth quarterback going, yeah, off which the is board. about right. I mean, people in in you know the drafts that we do are going to remember that year he had, and he's going to be drafted before a Dak Prescott or a Russell Wilson, which is insane. Um, 
but uh, that's why you draft with people that don't know what they're doing sometimes. And the other thing is, in the in the if we can remember way in the way back machine, the last time we did this, Aaron Rodgers was still unknown at that point what he was going to do, and he's come back since then. But I had said on that one, I said even if he comes back, it's going to be so stressful. Like you could see a last dance. I mean, he used that on Instagram show last dance. You could that's that kind of feeling. Is it going to be like Major League where they took the pieces of clothes off the ladies' uh, <laughs> um, poster board and yeah. start doing it with Gutekunst? Or are they going to all fold under this pressure of knowing that their quarterback doesn't love to be there? You know, is, is, is Devontae Adams going to sign it all this year? Is he going to be thinking about his next contract all year because he wants to be the top-paid wide receiver and they don't want to pay him? So – he could go either way. He could be spectacular again, or like you said, he could, uh, he could fold based on draft position. He's not going to be terrible. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a deep position, Greg. Uh, I had a couple kind of matchups for you. I was going to ask you Wilson versus Herbert. Who do you want more? I thought that'd be a cool, like close, close up matchup, but it sounds like you're, you're all on Justin Herbert this year. I am. I am because of the, the division too. Yeah. I feel like the Rams are good. I feel like the Niners are going to be a very good defense. Um, I think Russell Wilson has tougher matchups than Herbert. Uh, the Chiefs don't play defense. The Raiders haven't played defense in the last 20 years. Um, and Broncos have a good secondary. Denver, Denver spent a lot of money on people on cornerbacks, so they should be better. But you're right. Herbert could totally – I could be totally wrong about him. This will be the first time he's played in front of fans this year. So on the road, that'll be an interesting thing too this year is road last year. You didn't care where they played. Like you used to never play a guy who played in Seattle, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's going to struggle, right? Last year, you didn't care. Where is he playing? Who cares? Nobody's there. So now it's going to be louder. Um, And the Chargers actually get to play in front of fans this year. They haven't done that in like five years because they played in a 27,000 seat stadium. What um so now we got seventeen games obviously so that adds a little wrinkle to fantasy football. With that being said, do you think we see the first ever four thousand one thousand quarterback with four thousand passing yards and a thousand rushing? I mean, we saw obviously Lamar Jackson get to a thousand yards on the ground last year, but I think he had like twenty three hundred or twenty seven hundred passing yards. That's it. Wow, I, I, I have his stats right here in front of me. Let me pull them up. Uh, well, you're looking- twenty-seven fifty-seven in the air. Yeah, not too good. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that is very low. I didn't realize yeah. it was that bad. Which is crazy. I mean, he had thirty-one hundred. Wasn't you know on his MVP season only thirty-one hundred? He had thirty, you know, thirty-six touchdowns. But still, I I don't know. I think it probably would be between him and Jalen Hurts for me to for guys that can do that. I mean, who else? I don't think Kyler Murray has the arm to do four thousand. I mean, four thousand yards is not you know even in today's NFL that's pretty uh, pretty lofty numbers. I think it's going to be if anybody can do it, it's going to be Hurts or Lamar. But I I don't I don't know even with that extra. I just game, don't think her. I just don't think Hurts is going to play as many. I think we're going to see our boy Joe play one or two games, really? not because they want him to, but just because I think he's going to get, I, I mean, I watched Hurts in college. He got better. When he went to Oklahoma, he got better. He's seems like a phenomenal dude, but he, he's just, he's just, I just don't think anybody thinks he's 
a top level starting quarterback, but that doesn't matter for fantasy. So yeah, I, um, I think he gets dinged up a little maybe. And you know, he, yeah, you know, they have to sit him and, and I think Kyler Murray plays too tough of opponents to do that. I think he gets dinged up a bit. He was dinged up last year. So um, probably not. Uh, and Josh Allen won't, doesn't run for yards. He runs for first downs. Yeah. yeah. That's, he's not running a 50-yard run. So, no, probably not. But who knows? All the record books will be rewritten this year. But if if, say, Lamar Jackson gets 4,000, 1,000, I mean, that's that's got to put him up there – at least one or two in, in rankings because obviously he's going to get some touchdowns on the ground and in the air. Those are pretty crazy numbers. And so for, for someone to have the potential to, to, to even get close to that, it's pretty insane. And um, yeah, you know, he'd be the only one you'd see, and they'd really have to have an improvement in the passing game yeah. uh, beyond what anybody. And at that point, right, that dude, a blank check, it's over. Yeah. yeah so. he's, he's the highest paid quarterback in football. I mean, they add Sammy Watkins, who's a nice weapon and Rashad, Rashad Bateman, who's injured in the draft, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm really wor- worried about the Ravens this year. I don't know why. I just don't feel, um, I don't know. It's a lot of a lot of questions this year. Like you're pretty negative. They're, I think their defense will carry them the early yeah, part of the season, I'm not worried about the and defense. I think their offense will come along. So I think you know you talked about like Washington being behind a lot, and Fitzpatrick. I think the negative for him. I think they'll try to rein him in a bit this year because that defense is going to be great. Yeah, it's just going to be great. Yeah, so. just manage games. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good call. All right. Well, anything else we should touch on with quarterbacks here? We went kind of top to bottom here. Um, we talked about some later round guys and some really late guys. I mean, you talked you talked about Derek Carr, who I didn't even think we'd talk about, but I mean, it, it's it's not a terrible name to think about because we're gonna we're gonna get to that point of the season where we have injuries. The COVID thing is still an issue with a lot of players. If we lose someone, they have to be out uh, from the facility for ten days. They're on, obviously gonna miss a game there, and yeah. and you throw in the bye weeks with the extra bye weeks because of the seventeen games, and then even you know resting guys extra early. If if you're paying that playing that extra game. Maybe maybe uh, a team like the Ravens have the the playoffs locked up by, uh, you know, it's not crazy that they'll be locked up by the Week 14 game, and then you still have, what, three more games to play? 15, yeah. 16, look, 17? It's, you know. Look at guys who don't have strong running games, so they're going to be relying on the pass. Like I said, low floor guys with, <laughs> with, the, with the running ability. Um, and then <sighs> – Totally lost my other point, but um, I think you know. Like I said, this is this is the this is the sexy position. But think that fantasy football is not football. Patrick Mahomes is by far better than Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. not even close. Like if you're starting a real team, you talk Patrick Mahomes. But in fantasy football, Kirk Cousins might take you to a championship sooner than Patrick Mahomes because it weakens your team. So don't treat fantasy football like real football. We didn't talk about this enough. Uh, Dak Prescott played five games and he finished seventh in the league in passing yards. I don't know how that's even possible. They were losing by a million all the time. Uh, I mean, they gave up. They gave up touchdowns. Excuse me. I think their defense is going to be a little bit better this year. They changed philosophies. They went to uh, might even be Dan Quinn there, somebody who does that Seattle style defense, which kind of keeps it in front of you. Um, they picked up Micah Parsons out of Penn State. So the trouble with him is going to be, one, their offensive line's gotten really old. Tyron Smith, their left tackle, is not as good. 
But the positives for him are that Mike McCarthy doesn't like to run the football. When he was with Aaron with uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, he's a pass-first quarterback. So you got that going for you. But they're not going to be playing 49 to 42 games every week like they were last year. Yeah. So that's the only thing that'll hold them back a little bit. But they've got great receivers and great weapons and everything. He had a streak so. streak last season, uh, four hundred and fifty yards passing, four hundred and seventy two yards passing, five hundred and two yards passing. He they had just had to keep throwing because yeah. like their defense literally couldn't stop anybody yeah. and it was yeah. and he was playing phenomenal, but I think I think the pressure of the contract's now on him. Like it's Dallas Cowboys quarterback, there's no other position in most in all the sports that has more pressure in my opinion so yep for sure well like we always say we are available on social media if you guys want to ask us uh, any draft questions any uh you know just life questions in general uh you can find me at i hate jj reddick on twitter greg is greg angel zero three uh thank you guys for listening we'll be right back with our uh tight ends preview your favorite stay classy we'll be right back <laughs> 